This is Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer, where we set the table for Christian conversations that explore the scripture, promote prayer, and seek to edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at Greenville House of Prayer. Now for today's broadcast. Welcome to another episode of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. Curtis Carr here with my two co-hosts, Dustin Hughes and Joseph Cheatham. We are glad that you've tuned in today, and uh, we're excited about this this program on this Passion Week, this Holy Week, uh, as well as Passover. So that's kind of what we want to talk about a little bit in this um, shorter episode, just about the the nature of the Jewish feasts and festivals and the importance of acknowledging them uh, in New Testament Christianity. Yeah. And so we're going to just take some time to hopefully provoke you to, to go search some things out more than anything. And maybe you're a scholar and you're going to tell us how we've got it wrong. But, you know, let us know if you've <laughs> yeah, got any this issues. This is way too short of an episode to search it out all for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll have to email us and, yeah. uh, you know, if you want some. And if anybody is in it, inaccurate here and if and you're a rabbi or a Jewish scholar, you contact Joseph Cheatham. So Joseph at G. And I'll show you how you're that. wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we also do interviews. So if you yeah, want to come, come on, on and tell yeah, yeah, yeah. come in for an interview, we should, right. we should have. Uh, anyway, so so yeah, it's you know it's uh, Easter week or Holy Week, Passion Week, as I like to call it, Passover week, mm-hmm. right? You know, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and and so we just want to you know highlight and emphasize the the vast biblical content and emphasis on. The Passover, you know, Jesus didn't celebrate Easter, yeah, right. <laughs> Sacred cow crash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was celebrating Passover, mm-hmm. right? And none of the early church, up until about what the three hundreds, you know, the fourth century, celebrated Easter. They celebrated Passover, and the the church was a majority of it was Jewish at that time, and so. There's been a great separation. I think the Lord is bringing more of a reconciliation there with Jew and Gentile and an awareness of our Jewish roots in New Testament Christianity now. But there, for a long time, there was a major separation between uh, Judaism and the Jewish roots of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many wonderful teachers and leaders who are highlighting it as well. But we just want to take a little bit of time on our broadcast just to say, you know, search out uh, the Jewish roots to our faith, search out the Jewish roots to the feasts of the the holidays that we celebrate, Um, but particularly in this case, you know, Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and then the First Fruits, which is, you know, what Jesus fulfilled in his resurrection. Now, in the book of Exodus is when I think uh, Moses first, through, or the Lord through Moses yeah. first introduced these feasts, and the Feast of Unleavened Bread is a full week, I believe, within we, which um, Passover and the Feast of First Fruits fall. So yeah. it's a full yeah. week, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and then um, Passover and First of First Fruits, kind of all within within that week of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Yep. And right. of course, Passover is commensurate of you know the the Exodus out of Egypt and you know the the lamb that was slain the blood over the doorpost the escaping from the angel of death 
that came through Egypt and killed the firstborn. And it was something that the Lord specifically told Israel to celebrate this every year forever, is what he said, Mm -hmm. as a remembrance of what he accomplished through you know what he accomplished in Egypt, yeah. and and so it's a celebration. And from that celebration, is we now have or the Jewish people now celebrate the the Seder, I guess every yeah. Friday really, but um, especially on Passover, there's a Passover Seder, right? Because of that commandment, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's a right? it's a celebration it's a rem- to continue to remember to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it was. But and, should Christians do that? And it was well. I think it's worth. <laughs> I, I think all of. Go ahead. No. Well, I mean, I was just going to say. Uh, uh, testimony about all of this and yeah. I mean for years for me I was definitely one of those uh, celebrate Easter not really understanding Passover and the celebrations and at some churches I would be in they would talk about people in the church would say uh, we're going to have a, a Seder or a Passover a dinner celebration and confession I'd be like well that's weird we're not even Jewish I mean that would really be <laughs> yeah. my, my response yeah and I was staying before the uh, we got on today and I, I credit Joseph to this Joseph um, actually invited people into his home for a Seder dinner and really uh, talked about um, celebrating that we're all Gentile believers. We are, you know, but but just un- tying an understanding to uh, the Passover and connecting to celebrating it. And what it did for me and what it has done for my family is has done nothing but to illuminate and uh, add uh, impact to the the. Uh, crucifixion and the yeah. resurrection. I think that's pro- as as uh, believers, I think that's probably the most integral purpose of celebrate doing a Seder or a Passover celebration mm-hmm. is it is it ties back to the significance and the eternal plan yeah. of Jesus's yeah. death and resurrection. Yeah. And I so mean, now, you know, yeah, yeah, so go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, the the last supper was a Passover that's right. Seder. That's exactly yeah. right. right. And you begin to understand those historical events more fully, and it's not a coincidence that the Lord orchestrated scripture the way he did, right? Mm-hmm. Like he didn't just make it all up, you know, willy-nilly out there, but it's a whole timeline of significance and a depth of of value in each portion of it, mm-hmm. you know? And and Paul says Christ is our Passover lamb, you know? Right. So he it's not just a arbitrary thing that we like to celebrate Passover, but you know, and do whatever. No, it's there's significance to it in a present application because Jesus is the fulfillment, the the perfect fulfillment of the Passover. And what was in Exodus, what happened in Exodus was just a shadow of what was to come in the fullness of Jesus, Yes, right? He has conquered death, the angel of death in Exodus. He has conquered it forever. And in him, by the blood of Jesus, if we're in Christ and covered by the blood of Jesus, we are, we're we escape death in that way, and we'll talk more about the resurrection in another episode, but there's a fullness that comes to that. And, and it also gives so much understanding, at least for me it has, that of what was going on in Jerusalem during the life of Jesus. Yeah, I mean, he was, all, he was in Jerusalem during the time of his crucifixion because of Passover. It was mm-hmm. a pilgrimage feast where, you know— the, And the, he died— at the same time, the exact same time that the Passover lamb was being was slaughtered, and it was just the There's, Lord's orchestration to say, "Look, my, my Messiah here, He is the Passover lamb." And yeah. in fact, and I know I just interrupted you, but yeah, we have a short episode here. <laughs> Get that thought out. You know, John chapter one, John the Baptist comes on the scene, and as soon as Jesus, as soon as he sees Jesus, he says, "Look, 
I want to say that more emphatically. Look, there right? You, you know, look. Is that like a pastor would say? <laughs> look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Yeah. Exclamation point. Yeah. Yes. That's what John the Baptist says when he first sees Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I mean, a direct correlation to the Passover. That's to right. the Passover Lamb. Yep. So short answer is. Yes, I think we should celebrate the Passover. <laughs> and I think, and, and, and in all seriousness, I encourage you, seek to understand more. I ha- we all have so much more. Like you yeah. said, yeah. 15 minutes is not enough time. We all have uh, seek to undergrow in your understanding of the Passover and, and its significance in history and what Christ did. But also find ways to celebrate it. There are all these all kinds of resources out yeah. there for yeah. you and your family, your kids, your neighborhood to celebrate this in some way and tie to Jesus's death and resurrection. Yeah. And it's very true Dustin, there's there are <laughs> there's some incredible ways to to celebrate a Passover Seder as Christians, but it's also good, I think good to point out to our brothers and sisters in our more traditional congregations who really focus on the Eucharist yeah. every Sunday. Yeah, that's good. That really it, the source of that every week is um Really, the Passover, the Lord's Supper, Savior, Lord's what Supper. happened at the Passover? Yeah, yeah. And, and, Passover. You know, when good. we take communion, that's it's a great point. The, the body and blood of of our Lord. Our, you know, was, I think the the priest will say, you know, our, when he breaks the bread, that um, uh, you know, even maybe that's quoting that scripture. Behold, our Passover lamb has been broken yeah. for us, or something like that. Well, and and then it just highlights the prophetic. You know, Isaiah fifty three was talking. You know. He, crushed for our iniquities, you know, pierced for us. I mean, it's just all of the, there's so much to it that unpacks it. And it's not just Easter and Passover. I mean, there's seven feasts of the Lord that have significance. You know, you talk about Pentecost, that occurred uh, to the day of a, a feast that was going on or a celebration. The same with the Feast of Tabernacle. And there's so much going on, not only past, uh, not only present, but also future. And yeah. so our, what we want to emphasize is just search out these things that, you know, especially if you're a follower of Jesus, Jesus was and is Jewish. He'll always be Jewish. And this was his heritage. He celebrated these things. This was a part of his rhythm when he lived. And so it was important to him. It should be important to us at least. Now you can get legalistic in some of these things and judge people about how they celebrate, and you're supposed to do it this way and that way, and Paul warns us about that in uh, Colossians. So don't err on the other end of the spectrum. But you don't, must don't, celebrate a Passover yeah, Seder, yeah. or you're not a Christian. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> not saying, that, not saying <laughs> yeah. that. but search it out. You know, take some time and search it out. Um, and we believe that it will enrich your experience of who the Lord is and grow in your revelation, your understanding, yeah. and your knowledge of who he is. Well, and, and to mention again, this is one of the reasons that we're talking about today that Israel is one of our prayer topics as well. I mean, That's they, right. Yeah. Jesus is Jewish. We celebrate these things, and it is also one of our emphasis, one of our prayer topics as well. Yeah, we, we believe, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, lot of, Aspects in the church, people, groups in the church that want to separate the Jewishness and, and the Hebraic roots from the present Christian faith, and we want to see those merged together, that Jew and Gentile would come together fully in that one new man. That's good. So anyway, Dustin, would you pray uh, sure. for us as sure. we close yeah. out? Yeah, let's pray. Lord, we thank you that um, I'm thinking about the verse that Joseph shared, that uh, look— it's the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the Lamb 
the lamb that was sacrificed for our sins and, and rose again uh, three days later, God. And we praise you for that. Lord, I pray, God, that you would just uh, encourage us that are in the studio today, but also those that are listening, uh, to continue to seek it out, seek you out, and seek out understanding of um, the 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 festivals and the Passover and things like that, God. That those things are not disconnected from Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection, but yeah. God, that you are a a consistent, planned, uniform God, and those things tie together. And, we pray for the ability to grow in our understanding, understanding of these things and the significance of what you've called us to, and and and, and maybe grow in our understanding. And Lord, above all else, we help us to uh, glorify and honor you in all that we do. We ask this in your name, Amen. 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 Well, thank you for tuning in. We hope that you will join with us next time. Until then, God bless you. Thanks for being with us on today's broadcast of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. We pray that you've been encouraged and hope you'll join us next time as we continue to host Christian conversations that explore the scripture, promote prayer, and edify the body of Christ. For more information about the Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at the Greenville House of Prayer.